Voyage to the Stars. Special announcement. Greetings, flesh creatures. In an effort to provide you with supplemental listening materials, we have unearthed additional logs not included in previous voyages. Please enjoy. Have a pleasant existence. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. S-s-s-sorry. Not sorry. Hello. Welcome to an episode of Sorry, Not Sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm not sorry. I'm here sitting in the Avocado Lounge with Nico, who has graciously agreed to be my guest for this episode. Hello, Nico. I really, the fact that you can juggle those pits like that, it, it, it's thrilling. You would expect to hear me be breathless, but of course that's just not an issue, even though I'm juggling 25 seeds. It's amazing. With the greatest it's of amazing. ease. Stu told me you do it, and I said, I don't believe you. And then he said, go in the avocado lounge. And you know I don't like talking about myself, except when I do start talking about myself, and I just can't seem to stop. But this is mesmerizing, and I'm here, and uh, just ask me anything. Well, first, I just wanted to say that I want to reassure you that even though I have chosen to juggle these avocado seeds, or pits, as many people call them, I but I want to make sure people know they're one and the same, I, can I plant them? I can plant these. I'm taking them. You can, can I take like six? You have, to, mm-hmm, you have to put them in uh, jars of water with little toothpicks oh! to get them to sprout before you can plant them in the uh, avocado garden of the ship. I can do that. Tucker Tucker tried to lay thorns in uh, the walkway of my... So I have some of those and I have some old mason jars that I got on a date from Elsa, so I'm ready. I can just bring them on, so thanks. Well, I look forward to you doing that because as you know, with an entire avocado deck to sustain, we can never have enough helping hands to help us facilitate more and more avocados. Now, to my point, all I was going to say was, some people think that me juggling these avocado pits is less threatening than, say, an android quickly plunging a knife into a table between each of his fingers with such rapidity that it boggles the mind. But I could do that if I wanted to. I just feel that this is more original and unique. So haters going to hate, but I feel pretty solid about my juggling. As as well you should. It's got a deftness and a speed and a grace. But you know what's a little distracting? Is it not distracting? I'm going to set these down. Oh, you're just so coordinated. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. Whoops. There's so- 25. Okay, I set them all down. Uh, I, there's one thing that I wanted to begin with. Um, thank you again for agreeing to be uncomfortable and then too comfortable with talking about yourself as we conduct this interview, tete-a-tete. But the first thing I wanted to ask is, you make what I consider to be the most delightful sound. Um, it's It's something like a meow, but it's clearly not a meow. And I'm just wondering, are you saying something in a different language, or is that just a sort of sound that comes out of you? Do you know what I mean? You know, I only know what you mean. That was it. Now, in case there was any, in case there was any uh, uh, misunderstandings, I just want to point out you just made the sound. Just in case anyone was wondering what I was talking Wait. about. <laughs> yeah, you, you just know, did. You're it. talking. You're talking about the sound Elsa always talks about. I don't. I, they were saying sound, and I'm always like, Mar. what? 
sound. You just uh, did but it. I make a, I make a sound. You just did it again. You didn't hear yourself make that sound? I'm waiting. Oh my god. I mean I can this hear is extraordinary. Oh, you mean you're just talking about when I talk. Oh I I don't know. I do you think that you're making a sound in between the human words that you're saying? Not so like you have that thing that you do it like when you talk and when we're having this the the tete a tete and you go like this and like I feel like sometimes I I have inflections but if you're talking about when I am feeling feelings sometimes I think a noise comes out. What were you just feeling just now? Right after you said noise comes out, what was the feeling you were having? Quickly. Perplexed, a little, a little, okay. uh, you know, on the spot, on the spot to yeah. be honest. I mean, uh, I, I, when I was, when I was small, a uh, very tiny, tiny Fulgen, I went to the doctor for a, a thing because, uh, you know, we're, we're similar to, I think, earth foxes. Um, and we make noises that foxes make. Apparently, my parents said I didn't make a similar sound. And then, and then I, uh, you know, okay, I, I'm just working on it, you know? Some people have lisps. Oh, I don't think there's anything you need to change. I want to make that very clear. I said, I prefaced it all by saying I found it very charming. And I'm very interested in this idea that there, there may be some sort of genetic similarity to planet Earth foxes. Foxes. And I also want to just ask you quickly, uh, in tandem with that, you said when you were very, very, very small. Now, in on Earth, the foxes that you're describing would still just be born as small pups or cubs. I, I forget which one you call a, a, a fox baby. But would you, when you say small, are you talking like fingernail small or jelly? I'm like well, how small? I think foxes, a team of foxes is called branches. You think oh. uh, a branch of foxes, so a twig would be a baby fox. And, uh, yeah, I was the preemie. So when I came out, I think in, uh, kilograms, I'm just rounding up. I think I was like 112 pounds or maybe 15 stone or oh. maybe, um, like I would say. A lot of metrics happening. A lot of metrics in English. Like 17 bags of those maximum, uh, like maximum now and later packs that Stu gets. Sure. I was about that big. I was small. I was small. I was runty. But I've always you know, had, I've always had large forearms. Yes. In that way, you're sort of Popeye-esque. You could say you're sort of a, a, a fox meets Popeye, um, which is definitely not a combination that I think many of us have thought of before. So that's, yeah. again, another very interesting quality of yours. Yeah. The little twigs. They often have smaller, shorter arms. And I think I am very similar to the fox in that I purr. And uh, I, I guess this sound that you guys think, you know, the mewing. I think mm. uh, Elsa once wrote something about my mewing. And, uh, like a poem I thought, or a song or like a paper? What are we talking about here? Well, I mean, like you said, we're tete-a-tete right now, but uh, I mean, it was like a little note. You know, it was like a note. Like, a, hey, I like your mewing. That and sounds playful I, and flirtatious. I thought it was something I did with my paw the night before, but um, apparently it's a noise I make. 
but similar to a fox, mewing, purring. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I like scratching stuff a lot. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed. I don't know. <laughs> you've noticed Tucker's door jam. That's metal, but you can't say it doesn't splinter with enough work. Oh, it certainly, but, it certainly did. Mm-hmm. And then he got one of those splinters underneath his thumbnail, and he was peeved. Which is why he put all those thorns down in my room, but now I'm going to make avocados out of it. So it's all all working out for everybody here. But yeah, so I was small, uh, but large formed. And, uh, st- you know, still got picked on by uh, the, the Yatar, which is the tiny little turtle people mm. on our planet. They're very tiny. And, uh, how tiny? You know, how tiny? It, let me let me give you something to compare it to. Uh-huh. It, how how does it compare to a strawberry? I would say that you would look at them and you'd be like, "Is that a green strawberry?" They're about they're about oh. strawberry sized, which okay. is why they're so evil. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Now, yeah. why? How did these two species come to live side by side in an uneasy harmony on your planet? Uh, well, you know how you were, they, we weren't tete-a-tete. I'm assuming what you mean by tete-a-tete is like we're almost touching tongues. Uh, sure, yeah. sure. So we weren't, we didn't, we didn't touch tongues. Uh, as much as I might have wanted to try that with them or any, any one of our people, it, on the planet, there were the two sides of us and then, then they're split into halves and we're split into halves. So it's like, it's always got to be just boy girl boy girl so that and then everybody's kind of against each other so it's like a game of angry fractions mm. and then uh the yatar the tiny very hard shells and just they're always biting you or punching you and they're so tiny but very powerful we couldn't live together and then on top of it there's a lot of homophobia it's intense you know i don't I'm really, I mean, Earth doesn't have the kind of things that we had happening on Mock. You know, just people like not wanting to live together in harmony, you know? Mm. Like you want to hit this note and they don't want to hit the note that sounds good with that note. Sure. I'm talking so much about myself. I feel so uncomfortable. Tell me about your planet. Oh, oh, unfortunately, I, this is very awkward. I'm not sure how to say this. I don't think I have a planet, and I don't know where I come from. So, back to you. Did you feel from an early age that you knew your future lay elsewhere in the stars beyond the gravitational confines of mock uh, I really wanted to kiss a female right yeah so you didn't so, kiss a female at all until you left the planet I just wanted to I wanted to touch tongues with the, something that had the same sexual organs as I did and uh yeah that's what I wanted There's nothing wrong with that but apparently people on your planet thought so yeah, oh yeah, they'll just, they, uh, when I was born, you know, and you know that song, did you guys, that song was so popular, it must have been on another planet. Uh-huh. You know, it, the, the, there's, there's only the two, you know that song? There's only the two, me and you, I got a thing that goes inside you, 
and you got a hole. This is the only way it works. Did you guys sing that? I don't know that song, but that is uh, very specific and very limiting. We sang it at church, and it was a concert. It was uh, oh, it was the big deal. One of those rock churches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I played the cymbals for years, but then I just got sick of just leading the band. So I quit, but also it was a way to cover that I really, you know, I kept trying to be like, hey guys, what about the song where, you know, two parts that stick out touch or two parts that just go in touch. And um, and then there's the other song that, you know, will kill you if you're different. Oh, that's, yeah, and that's the only lyric. Sounds like a real warning. Yeah, and uh, so you couldn't really do that stuff. So I just wanted to go and make my own, you know, music, so to speak, and and, and uh, kiss girls. Well, I think that's all very reasonable. I, I will say that while you say that you wanted to metaphorically make your own music, as it were, which I understand and, and applaud, I do feel like there's a real opportunity here for you and possibly me or other members of the crew to create a music that more comfortably embraces your predilections so that you have actual songs that you can enjoy that aren't about dying because you feel differently than others or the fact that there has to be a thing that goes into a thing or nothing makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and that was really mind-blowing. The two things that blew my mind when I got onto this ship, one of the reasons why I wanted to stay was I realized how much I could learn about uh you know like elsa was like there's no right way to do to do sex she was like that can go in here and this can touch that she showed me she said there's no right way did she there's no right way at all each way is wrong or no she said that there's no oh yeah i think that's just my programming you know from like growing up I Snuck think that she meant that there's no wrong way to do it. Yes, I'm sure you're Which right. is why sorry, which is why sorry I have a hard time saying, you know, sorry. Because it reminds me of my own, like, long-term feeling of feeling sorry for, like, nothing. You know? Sure. You know? But, like, I, the diagrams really taught me a lot. And in terms of making my own music, yeah, I mean, when Stu and you sat me down and played Lost in Your Eyes by Debbie Gibson... I was like, I didn't know that that could happen. Yeah. Well, I think we should think about uh, writing a song that um, allows for all different kinds of love. Um, I would submit to you that you seemed like you were off to a good start when you were- Yeah, and you know, I really like when I push this button on you and uh, you, Stu told me that you create a one-man band. We could definitely make music. Definitely. With you, we could make music. And me. Exactly. Okay, well, put a pin in that. Unless you want to work on it right now. I'll put a pin in one of these avocado pits. Seeds? so pit you can say pit or you can say seed i'd like to i would like to submit just a couple of lyrics off the top of my head i'm now and i'm purely improvising in this situation i could sing them i don't know if you're familiar with what improvising is 
Oh, I know what that is. That's when you get like a thing under your nail and then it goes too deep. And then you've got to be like, I'm going to improv on. Yeah. It can feel like that. Improvising can feel like something painful stuck under your nail. Yes. But not always. Got it. Oh, it's when you pre-plan stuff and you ask questions opposite. that you thought no, were going to be opposite. funny beforehand. Just the absolute opposite. Unless you're a liar. You say, no, 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 you're wrong. I'm a detective. That's and you no, whisper that in someone's you know, ear. It's, you know, it's actually the opposite of that. It's more that you agree uh, with your teammates so that you can move a story forward in a positive way. So if there's a way for you to just reverse every possible opinion you have about improvisation, right. I would say you're a little bit closer to understanding what it actually is. Well, I'm ready then. Let's do it. Okay. So if make I up were a to make up a lyric that's like... Um, Hey, you and me got the same stuff. Then you could it's, write the next lyric. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're already doing it. Hey, oh, this is wonderful. You and me got the same stuff. I promise I won't be too gruff unless you ask me to. Do you see what just happened there, Nico? You just started writing a song. We wrote it together. And, and it was if a you song want me to be I've... gruff, I can be gruff. You just have to ask. I mean, we should I ask think... too. Too, but oh wait, are you telling? Wait, is it, were you communicating a real sentiment oh, to me I, directly? I, in your, oh. I don't. I, I was just, I, <laughs> I was. Uh, this has become very interesting. Why don't I start a lyric and then you do one? I'll, I'll do a lyric and you. How about that? Can I provide uh, on your impro? Please. Okay. Um. <clears throat> you are metal and I am fur. But you have boobs like me. Nevertheless, we're different. You don't know if I have a tongue, you see. But we can still get it on as friends. That doesn't sound too bad. And we can figure out a way to be sexually glad. You see that? I'm feeling a, a thrill. That's not so much like a sliver under the finger, is it? Yeah. I'm telling you right now, like two of my lungs are, are inhaling and then the third one is exhaling at the same time. I did not excited. know that you had that capacity. I have got to get you a set of bagpipes. A-S-A possible. You are Mar going to kill it in the Please Scottish do. kilt corner. Oh, I do love a kilt corner. Yes. Oh, I love a kilt corner so much. You think so? Oh, you're going to be amazing. The fact that you have the capacity to both inhale and exhale simultaneously basically means you're built for reed instruments. And we can experiment with all kinds of stuff. All of the horns. I didn't just know all that. I, I thought I was only ready for double reed. But if you're saying I can do a single, bring that on. I, I think you could pretty much take on just about anything you want. Well, <laughs> there's a joke there. That's what Sari said. Did I oh. do that right? Well. D did I provise on your imp? Sure you did. Sure you did. Yes. No, you know what? You absolutely did. And I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you. Now, let me ask you this, because I know that you have gone through a lot of pain and you've come out on the other side so much stronger for it. Do you feel that you have forgiven your planet for being so closed-minded and 
making you feel unwelcome? Do you feel like you've forgiven them or do you feel that that's still something that you're processing? You know, my grandmother, uh, she used to say, it was hilarious because in my language it rhymes. And uh, and it was like, nope. And you could hear the joke in there. But basically what it was, was she was like, everybody's got a Every, what is the, like everybody's got a bag of sediment mm. you know and you don't know you can go through your like I, I've been in like one time there was some trash and you guys called it trash and then I went through there I found a Dorito I found two marbles and I found some of Elsa's hair and like but also there was definitely trash in there yeah and like if that was like your situation like if my life situation is like that like yeah you know there's some stuff in there that you're going to want to throw out because i don't want to see what tucker waxes off of his back i don't ever want to see that but but also in that bag of trash there's a couple marbles so like i'm happy that uh you know my life experience on mock brought me you know what it did because it was yeah a lot of stuff that can make people angry or whatever but also marbles well it's funny you would bring that up because i know exactly what that particular bag of trash was it's this is a little funny it's sort of a serendipitous moment but do you remember when Stu and i went through that weird witchcraft phase where we were super into wit be like hoping to become witches yeah you got you put all that stuff in the cauldron exactly and then yeah, and I remember, oh my God, you took that moonstone and you put it, I didn't know you had a, a place to put a moonstone in your body. And then there was the glowing. I remember every bit of that. Yeah, it was a wow. fun thing that, that just two pals having a good time experimenting with the dark arts tumbled into. But that particular day, we had decided we were going to make an Elsa voodoo doll. And so the two marbles, of course, were her eyes. Right. And we used her actual hair and we used... Tucker's back wax to form the bulk of the body of the doll. Right, and, and that's when Stu ran out of the hatch and he had blood running down his face. Yes. I remember yes. this. It was so embarrassing. We all laughed and laughed. Of course, it didn't work. Nothing is funnier than a little a little bit of the of the evil magic yeah my grandma used to have another one about that but it didn't rhyme it wasn't as funny was it a joke or was it just an adage no well, it was just like if one of the guitar come at you gouge their eyes out and send it to their mom um well, that's good advice yeah not as funny but definitely if you want to keep up the blood pact that says that your people are you know different and separate and that will keep your family happy. That's something to do, which is another reason why I always had a hard time. It's hard wanting to be really violent and fight, but then also, you know, have difficulty killing people. Yeah. Um, so one thing that I, I envy uh, Tucker about, he's just more thirsty for blood and like stew and you, I mean, you might wear it all over your face, but I've never really seen your tongue come out and lick it off. 
That's true. Again, it is unclear whether or not I have a tongue. So I've got some research to do, even if that In my imagination, just... oh. you certainly do. Oh, my goodness. Nico, I don't know that I've had this kind of attention from you turned on me before, and it is giving me very peculiar, wonderful, tingly electrode feelings. So well, I'm going to go if find out. There's stuff out... about just sitting on this big, soft bean chair that I could, can't get any back support from. Yeah. It just makes me really just want to relax into your cold, hard steeliness. Well, uh, thank you. I am going to go just see if I can poke around and find myself a tongue. I will absolutely keep you posted. I can't promise you'll be wow. the first to know, but you will find out. Uh, yeah, in the give meantime, me a, I'm right down the mm, hall. You know where mm-hmm. I am. Yes, indeed. I've enjoyed our song. Of course, I've recorded this, so we will have a copy of the music that we made together. And I look forward to seeing you perhaps in the future on another episode of Sorry, Not Sorry. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>